Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monsters like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm a hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it, and I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week, been finishing things, cleaning up more. Started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. So, think of a protector or part of you that you'd like to get to know better or change your relationship with. And if that's too abstract, um, just anything that's getting in your way or anything that you want to explore. I think the challenging part for me this week has been feeling anxious about the unknown. That has probably been my biggest challenge this week. Okay. Um, I have often felt uncomfortable about not knowing what's coming next. Uh, and that's not quite true. If it's just watching a TV show or something and I don't know what's next, that's fine. But when I have to make a decision and I don't know exactly what the ramifications of my decisions will be, um, I get anxiety about that. For example, uh, making this move, I would it end up actually being the right decision. How would it affect my relationship with my sons? Uh, I have a, I know someone down there who I'll be living just a few minutes away from who used to be my best friend. Mm. I know he doesn't talk to me. What's going to, Will we ever interact while I'm down there? So, uh, so I've been trying to work through that, and 
you I'm trying to figure if this is accurate. I had the feeling this week of okay. Oh yeah, it was when you mentioned earlier this week on on the morning stream about checking in with the different ages. Yeah. Um I had the realization that I go through this loop a lot because I move so much of I move someplace, I try to make some connections and roots things start happening then I move and I have to start all over um, and in part there's some abandon I feel some abandonment stuff because people don't stay in contact yeah um, so I'm trying in preparing for moving to Orlando I'm trying to recognize that this cycle happens and I need to look more forward to making those new connections and worrying less about will I be, will I feel all alone? Because I now looking back at those cycles, I do end up making friends wherever I go, but I still have that anxiety of what other things go well, how it impact things with other people. Sorry, that was a really long answer. No, it's fine. That's it's good to get get it get it all out and, and get as much as you can out and then sometimes you know, sometimes people will have a story and will will say there's eight different parts coming up in this. Um are they are they eight separate parts? Are these are these ones really related and overlapping? Are these is this part really one that you want to change your relationship with? Or, you know, sometimes um, people will, will talk about, I say people, anybody, myself included, um, you know, they had a hard time with something and they're sad about it, but it's kind of like appropriately sad and they don't really want or feel the need to really examine it because once they've got it off their chest, it's, they kind of feel like, Oh, well, yeah, that's about, that's about right. <laughs> you know? So it's good to just get it out and, and look at the parts that, yeah, again, that you'd like to get to know better, change your relationship with. So the parts, some of the parts I heard you mentioning are, um, well, the anxiety around how things are going to go, um, and then this kind of looping part or this part that's um, concerned about being alone. You know, that might be that might be different, or that might be the same. That might that might be one part that's protecting or working with the other. So. Do you have do you have more or do you have one of those that you know you'd like to um, focus on today I feel like I'd want to really focus on anxiety I'd, if I think if I could that was one of our parts right yeah yeah I think if, 
get a better relationship with my anxiety. Maybe like how you talked about this morning with uh, shame has a job. Um, maybe I could figure out anxiety's job and communicate with anxiety. Maybe it, I would have a better relationship with it and better be able to better manage how I feel when I am anxious. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. So, yeah, focus on that anxious part and see where you notice it in or around your body. I feel like anxiety, when I feel anxiety, I feel it in my chest. Um, if I'm, but if a physical, physical, what's the word? Description, definition. Yes. A description of it, like, Outside when I'm thinking about the part, it would be like uh, I had talked before about humanoid shapes that are kind of translucent. It it kind of feels like one of those, but more light colored. But this one, where the other ones in the past have been very like still kind of ghost like, this one is a lot more shaking, like visibly nervous. Okay. Did you say humanoid shape? Humanoid shape. About mm -hmm. about my height, but more uh, slouched over. Okay. So, yeah, turn towards that part and um, see if it's possible to get closer to it and to just look out for any other qualities you can detect about it uh the feeling of it as far as location goes it, it is right in front of me like i if i were standing it would be standing right in front of me but hunched over okay. um hmm. yeah if there are any other parts nearby i would only be able to see it see them over its shoulder kind of like when someone's standing right in front of you yeah. But uh, but I don't see any other parts nearby. I don't feel any other parts nearby. I just feel anxiety right there. Okay. Um, and how do you feel towards this part? I feel nervous about anxiety i also feel alone because not not thinking about that part about looking over the shoulder for the other parts i'm realizing that i don't 
unlike the previous times we've talked, there are no other parts nearby. Mm-hmm. And that is something I feel when I am anxious is that even if I'm physically surrounded by other people, I feel very alone. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's so just anxiety is right in front of me. It's a little hunched over. It's sh- the its hands are shaking. It's nervous. And I'm nervous looking at it. Okay. So our goal is to try to get to a, a place where you're just curious about it. And so that feeling of nervousness that you're having, even, you know, being in it, being in proximity with it, see if you can ask that feeling of nervousness to give you some space so that you can get to know this particular part that you seem to have a very good visual lock on. I have asked nervousness to calm down and give me, uh, let me talk to anxiety. Uh-huh. And nervousness has calmed you down a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. So now it's just, I guess I'm a bit more aware that nervousness is, is around, mm-hmm. but anxiety is still in front of me. Yeah. You can let nervousness know that it can always step in if it, if it's having concerns during our conversation, or if it's feeling like, you know, it's getting overwhelmed or that you're feeling that you're might get overwhelmed. It can step back in and, and let us know if it's concern. And then just see if you can deepen your access to the to the anxious part. Um, is it aware of your presence? And if not, can you make it aware of your presence? Let it know that you'd like to get to know it and ask it some questions. Okay. I think anxiety knows I'm right there, but it's 
we're okay. This is weird to say. Anxiety is there, but it's also anxious about me trying to talk with it. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to help anxieties feel like it's okay that we can talk. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I don't know how you might uh, choose to do that. Um, you know, sometimes with with my parts that are not so eager to talk, um, I see myself just kind of holding out my hand and taking their hand or some other kind of physical gesture that's, um, you know, it's not, it's not demanding, it's not pushing, but it's just kind of establishing contact and letting them know that way that, um, that they have my attention and that I'm, I'm curious to, to get to know them. So I'm, I am extending my right hand out to anxiety and anxiety is reaching back out and I am letting anxiety know I just want to, just want to talk for a little bit. Yeah. How does it react to that? It does extend the, out of its humanoid translucent shape. It does extend its left hand out towards my right hand to hold it. Okay. So now you might just ask it, what does it want you to know? Or what does it want you to know about it? first two things it said that anxiety said were uh, I'm scared I don't want you to mess something up okay and how do you feel when you hear it saying that how do you feel towards it when you hear that it's scared and concerned about you messing something up Uh, I feel, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, let it know that. Just see how it reacts. I told anxiety uh, that makes sense. That's that's your job. That's what you're. That's what you're supposed to be doing is making me aware when something can go wrong, and giving me that that feeling, and it kind of smiled out of 
appreciation for recognition. Mm -hmm. So this might sound nitpicky, but um, I would encourage you to, well, a couple of things. One is you've, you're calling this part anxiety and um, I understand that that's, you know, that's a, a fair enough term, um, but it might not recognize itself as that. And it might not, you know, don't necessarily know that it identifies as that, if you will. Um, okay. And yeah, the other is to just make sure that you're staying now in a curious place and not, um, I mean, you, you were saying about telling it what kind of what it's supposed to do or how it's supposed to be. And, and I think you'll get, you may get less, um, less accurate or less useful information from it. If you are going into that kind of, you want to avoid, um, kind of sending those type of messages back to it, especially in the beginning of the contact with it. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry about that. Well, Hey, uh, it's your journey and you can, you can do it in, in the way that does feel best to you. So everything I'm saying is just a suggestion. Um, I appreciate the suggestions. Yeah. I'm still very new. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, uh, those are kind of nitpicky things that I, that I only share with you because I feel like you're, you're, um, you know, we've talked a few times and you're, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell someone, I probably wouldn't point that out necessarily for someone who was like brand new to it. So gotcha. a little advanced, you're doing good. Um, so see if you can uh, ask it or learn from it more about its concerns. You might ask it to show you when it says, you know, it's worried about you messing things up. What does that look like? Um, can you can you get more of a picture of, of what it's worried about? And you don't have to necessarily share that with me, but try to get a real understanding and ask this part: What does what are those fears? Talking to it. So 
so far we've talked about um, the concern is chaos mm-hmm. that things will go awry to the point that it's not controllable anymore. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, does that make sense to you? I mean, do, does it resonate with you, what it's showing you? It does resonate with me. I do feel like when I, I'm in a space where I can't control what might happen in a situation that I do feel anxious um, and not control like control every aspect of it, but this yeah. how do I say this? Well, things can be too cha- yeah. things can be too chaotic, and you know that's that can be dangerous or harmful, or, yeah, or screw things up. I think that's where. To screw things up is is what resonates the most is that um, if things get so chaotic and I can't I don't know what the avenues are for trying to stop and fix it that I won't be able to fix yeah. it yeah so let it know that you that you get that that you get the feeling that it's sending you that you get the message and that um, you appreciate um, its intention and it's looking out for that, even if it doesn't feel great, that you at least appreciate what it's looking out for and that it, and that it does resonate with you, that that's a, that's a valid, you know, concern. I'm recognizing it. Uh, seems to be a bit calmer. I feel a bit calmer. Uh, sorry, go ahead. All right. Sorry, I got distracted by the weed whacker outside. Hope it's not too loud for you. No, I can't hear it on my end at all. Okay, good. Um... Okay, so you so you're with this part. You've shown it some appreciation. It's loosening up. You're feeling a little more relaxed, and I'm curious. Just when it shows you the kind of you said the screwing up or the things being chaotic, does it show you, you know? images of that of of thing of times in your past when you've been in those type of situations does it show you specifics there i'm just curious if that's how it did communicate with you uh it did not communicate specific images Mm -hmm. it communicated the the feeling okay 
So, yeah, and this is just, again, my curiosity. Um, is that feeling, is that a different part? Is it, is it trying to protect you from a different part? You can just ask it that. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I think chaos is a different part. Okay. Um, and now that it's that that is coming up, uh, I kind of feel that its presence is now in the in the space too, along with um, anxiety and nervousness. Yeah. Okay, so nervousness is coming back in to protect and to let you know that, like like we said, it could if things felt like they were getting overwhelming. So now that you've looked at this chaos, it sounds like nervousness is interested in slowing things down, huh? Yes. Okay. Because... So the physical, uh, the manifestation of anxiety and nervousness are there, but they don't have a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Where now that chaos is manifesting, it feels heavy. Yeah, yeah. So, so this all makes a lot of sense to me, and I don't know if. I don't want to get into like explaining mode. Part of me does, part of me doesn't. Um, I think that you have, you have these protectors and you have the anxiety and you have the nervousness. And I imagine that this feeling of being in chaos is more like an exiled part because, you know, you could have experienced that when you were three years old. I mean, we, we probably all did to some degree. And so the protective aspect of anxiety and nervousness come in to to warn you from that and keep you away from that. Okay, I think that makes sense. Okay. And if you wanted to, and if these parts were up for it, and you would just ask them and you would ask yourself if you if you wanted to, you could we could go into that part of the conversation of let's get to know this part that you're calling chaos. Um, again, if, if we had that permission from nervousness and from anxiety to look at that, that okay. part that you say has more weight, which makes sense to me. And let them know that the reason we would do that is to get to know it better and try to heal whatever it is um, that's causing it to have so much weight and have so much, uh, can be so overwhelming. Okay. 
that looked like me asking for permission to talk to chaos and nervousness doesn't say anything but mm -hmm. in a way that's a good thing it does feel like consent mm -hmm. anxiety is not thrilled okay. um we can respect that yeah um uh, i said we're you know it's okay we're here as a team and you can step in if you need to, if things aren't going well mm -hmm. with chaos. And so even though anxiety is not thrilled, it's okay with this moving forward to talk okay. with chaos. Okay. It's entirely up to you. And it also might, you know, you being in this space now, um, you can demonstrate to these parts that you have this power to to go forward or not, that this isn't, this isn't a conversation for me, it's for you. And so you can decide that and you can show your parts that, um, whichever way you go, you're, you're in control and you can step right back out. Okay. Uh, I would like to continue. Okay. If you're... Great. So this part that you're calling chaos, how do you feel towards it? Uh, trying to think of the right construction of this word. It's going to say painful. Um, but it's, I guess that probably is the best construction of the word. Uh, this feels very different from mm. the other parts I've talked with before. Uh, is it like sore? Kind of, Sorry. Not more than that. Uh -huh. Like hurt. Uh-huh which is kind of confusing. Um, it like anxiety, the area of the body that it feels that I feel it most of is my chest, but unlike anxiety, it's not a humanoid shape at all. It, I keep trying to see it better and it's just coming off as like this really heavy purple cloud that's kind of coming off of my chest out into the air right next to me. Okay. Let it, uh, let it know you'd like to get to know it better. Okay. And let it know you'd like to see it better. So if it can just, it can present itself however it wants and that, and that you're willing to, to see it for, for what it is.
I'm still trying to communicate. so far uh, I tried to greet it nervousness had to step in for a moment and we mm-hmm. said okay thank you and come back down tried again and there's a little bit less pain but when I asked if we, if I could see it's, uh, I think it's true form. Is that the word you used? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a purple cloud, but it's that's kind of what chaos says. Uh, it's like, hey, I'm. This is this is it. You yeah. uh, form of this kind of sparkly purple cloud that it still feels attached to me and the reason it is a cloud is clouds are chaotic you can't really hold a cloud or shape a cloud or Mm -hmm. do anything with it it's going to do what it wants to do yeah and so that's why it's chosen that form yeah, so just show it, um, show it your patience, and that um, I'm I'm imagining a a chaotic cloud right now, and I'm also imagining it settling over time. You know, like like a like a, if you had some cloudy water in a glass and it kind of settled. So again, I'm not I'm not asking you to to bend it and change it. I'm just I'm asking for you to recognize it and let it know that you have patience and curiosity right now. That you have you have the time to get to know it. And that if it could um, settle in any way so that it can communicate with you. That you would be happy to hear it. Okay. Uh, 
I've asked if we can talk. It said sure. Okay. So this is uh, where I'd ask, what do you want me to know, right? You can ask it that. You can ask it if it feels like you get it. If it feels like I get it? Yeah. Oh, like, like I understand? Okay. Yeah. I asked uh, if I get it, mm -hmm. and I said no. Yeah. Um, I asked what did it want me to know, mm -hmm. and in a grouchy type of way, it responded. You don't like me at all. Okay. Which kind of made me feel sad. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Um, but it does... It does kind of make sense. Um, well, there are times in general in, in life where... Uh, I do like having some planning or some, no, I, mean, that, I went the wrong way. I can I, can I jump in? Yeah, I'm sorry. So there are parts of you that are interested in protecting you from this part. And that, those, okay. those parts are anxiety and nervousness. And so you can let it know that that you that you see that those other parts have been kind of hard on it and have made it and have put distance between you and it and let it know that you do have sadness around it feeling like you don't like it at all. Gotcha. Okay. 
trying to, com I've tried to communicate that, that, uh, and interestingly, uh, nervousness tried to step back in, mm -hmm. um, and to go back to nervousness and like, okay, we're, we're okay. We're a team here. I recognize that you're trying to protect me. It's, we're okay. And you can stop anytime you want. Uh, I think, I think we're still good. I just needed to pause for a moment mm -hmm. and talk with nervousness for a minute to mm -hmm. like to yeah. check in. Yeah. And I meant kind of letting it know that, that you are, that you are in control. Gotcha. Okay. You can hang up this call. You can, you can, you can go silent. You can take it any way you want. You can end it quickly. You can, you can talk to me another hour if you want. So it's, it's really your control. So how does this part react when you tell it that you do have sadness around it feeling like you don't like it at all and that you see how the other parts have been hard on it? Um. not much change other than this sense of acknowledgement okay. that it that it hears that I feel sad that there's that distance between us. Okay. It's progress. So now I might suggest returning to that question of what does what does this part want to show you? What kind of pain has it experienced that perhaps you've been unaware of because, because you've been separate from it or not, you know, not communicating with it?
The main, the main feeling I'm getting back is that there are so many options. That's what keeps repeating, is there's so many options. Uh, and it's hard to stay It's hard to stay focused or on a path if there's more than one or two things going on. And that's where chaos is coming in that in a way it manifests as a cloud as well, because inside there's so many options and avenues to explore. Yeah, so it it feels like there's too many options or so many. It's actually a really interesting distinction because I think what I'm getting from chaos is there are so many options to explore and nervousness is at the same time nervousness just keeps trying to jump in. It's uh it's saying there's so many, there's too many options to explore. Mm-hmm. So, um, so ask, ask this part, this, this purple cloud part, if it feels overwhelmed by having so many options. Thank you. We're trying to understand its feelings. part is pretty upset it feels like it wants to explore those options more but it can't because uh it wants me to explore the options more but it can't because it's being uh pushed out by anxiety and nervousness yeah and so that's why there's that distance yeah so it wants it wants some freedom. It wants some, maybe some adventure. It wants to explore. It wants to understand. I don't know if any of those are resonating. And these protector parts are kind of locking it up and keeping it from from having that freedom. 
So again, let, let it know that you see that and that you see those protectors doing that. Okay. And that you're here now to try to get to know it so that you can find ways to work with it, that those protectors won't interfere so much and that you've got, you've got their permission to talk. I've let, I've let it know that we've got their space and we're listening. Yeah, and, and more than that, try to show it some sympathy and some compassion for being stuck where it is in wanting more options. Seeing, seeing a lot of options, perhaps sometimes being overwhelmed by those, but also wanting to explore them more and not feeling like it has the ability to do that. Show it some sympathy and some, yeah, some sympathy for being in that place. So I'm showing you some sympathy. I'm also giving that part a hug mm -hmm. and that pain that I described earlier uh, from the part of the crowd that was still found attached to my chest. Mm -hmm. It is, it, that feeling is not nearly so strong anymore. Okay. And has the image of this part changed at all? No, still a slightly sparkly purple cloud coming up from the left side of my chest up into the air kind okay. of hovering above me a little bit in front of me okay so it's it's still manifesting in the same way but it doesn't feel so stressed out or upset okay i would look to see if there's a child in there inside the cloud that, that is currently manifesting as chaos inside or creating it or putting that putting that image there Mm -hmm. Okay. And and I don't I don't want you to make anything up or do anything because you feel like it's the right thing to do in, in the process. But that's what I would look for.
Trying to cut out. I'm not, getting a, oh, I, I'm not getting a clear answer on that. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about, you know, when a child is is kind of having a tantrum, that they they turn purple and they throw a, throw a cloud of of sparks up, um, and often. You know, in this kind of paradigm, I often see these protector parts as sort of the grown-ups and these these more hurt, more alienated parts often as child parts. But it doesn't have to show up that way or, or mean that to you or anything. Um, just, just something I would look for. Okay. Thinking of... Uh, Thinking of the Tasmanian devil. You know? Yeah. Um, it's like, hold on. Is there a person in there? Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not getting the feeling that there's a, a, a child in inside the chaos crowd mm -hmm. um, what I'm not getting a clear answer on is if there's if there is a uh, child part that's attached to it or me in some other way yeah you can always you can always just ask you can just ask directly you know I'm just not getting any, any more clear information. Okay. It's fine. Um, um, Is, is it weird to say that it feels like cast is kind of shut down? Um, no, and you know I'm I'm feeling that, and that makes sense. Um, you know, maybe um, we weren't able to, or we didn't. Yeah, didn't ask it what what might have opened it up more, and um, that's okay. I mean, you've you've established contact and you don't have to give up or you can choose to, but yeah, I would, um, try to ask it. Hmm. It mentioned not being able to explore all the options and you could try asking it 
what that would look like if it if it could if anxiety wasn't blocking it and nervousness wasn't blocking it how exploring options would look for it Okay, so that, it jumped right into the answer of adventure. Okay. That I would feel more free to explore things and probably more joyful things if I just explored the options better. Okay. So see if you can kind of go to that place with it where you're, where you're showing it things it can explore. It's showing you how how it would like to explore. Have some fun with it. Show it a menu of joyful things and and exploration. And just spend some time kind of playing with that, with it, and see how it reacts. The reaction I'm getting is fun. Uh, that if the options were there and I pursued them, that would be having more fun. And it's also trying to tell me this is what Orlando is specific. Okay, no, let me back up. I'm sorry. Um, one of the first images it presented was me jumping off of a cliff into a water, mm-hmm. not, not a very tall cliff, but maybe like one or two stories, mm-hmm. uh, di- high diving board height, maybe a bit taller. And that that avenue following through with that would be fun and exciting. And it's also something that I would typically not explore yeah, because I'd be protect- protecting from it. Yeah. And so then right after that, it said that this is what Orlando could be. If you just let it be and go explore and enjoy the exploring part, because there are so many options in Orlando, it's mm. basically a almost it's almost a blank slate. Yeah, yeah. So let it know you really appreciate uh, its perspective on that, and that and that you really appreciate its. Um, its need and its desire for you to have more joy and adventure and excitement in your life. I'm getting now the feeling of it's moving towards 
happiness is away from the upsetness it was feeling earlier. Great. Great. Yeah. Just, just keep showing it stuff and let it show you, you know, jumping out, jumping into the water is one thing among a thousand, right? So take some time and, and you might do this after the call. You might do it now, but let it know that that matters enough to you that, that you're, that you want to um, explore that with it and get those ideas and, and, you know, get them on paper. Um, let it have some fun. Starting with starting inside you in, in fantasy, right? It's like, it's like when a child makes a, um, makes a wish list for Santa Claus and it's, you know, just, just put it all out, put it all on the list, right? You want to let it, let them run wild. Let them know that you appreciate that, that nature, you need that and you appreciate that spontaneity and adventure that this part is, is so good at, um, coming up with. Okay. And that might just kind of lead to the question of what does it need from you in the future? Is it like I was saying to, to make those lists, is it to spend more time doing that? What does it need from you in the future? The idea of making a list sounds intriguing. And the first thing when I ask what what else can I do for it? How else can I be of help? Mm -hmm. The immediate, not loud, but clear answer is, uh, let go and i think let go as in terms of stop holding back yeah so again just let it show you what that looks like and you show it to you're both you're brainstorming and uh you might you might want to ask it specifically um what it needs from you around the anxiety and the nervousness. Uh, earlier, you and I were talking about the road tripping. Uh-huh. And Cass is saying, remember that trip? There is no other than reaching the two the destination like waypoints in the trip yeah there were no rules about the trip other than you have to reach these cities at the, by the end of each night uh-huh um meaning you could stop wherever you wanted you could you could go into some yeah go to different places and take your time and do it however you wanted 
Yes. Yeah. And it, that was uh, a lot of fun. Just yeah. being able to, it was time that I could do what I wanted, that I didn't feel restricted by myself or by anybody else. And uh, other than just that requirement to make it to the hotel each night. Yeah. And um, I wasn't, for the most part, I wasn't stressed out during that trip. I enjoyed it. Hmm. And it's comparing, it's reminding me that I have this upcoming trip to get down to Orlando. And I'm that I'm feeling stressed out or I'm feeling anxious. I've been feeling anxious about that. Anxious, anxiousness, anxiety yeah. has been stepping in. Yeah. And I need it. It wants me to let go. The things are going to work out. It might not look like how I thought I would a month or so ago, mm-hmm. but it, I will get to Orlando. Just let things go how they're going to go. And have fun with it. Yeah. Because I'm only going to do this trip. This might be the last time I do this trip. You mentioned the word finger painting the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty chaotic, right? (laughs) it is it is chaotic it's messy but it is a lot of fun yeah it just just came to my mind that's the only reason i brought it up it's it's like when you give when you have a an art project with a child especially and you're like okay here's the paper here and then there's this point where wait a minute there aren't any rules and they've and they get it and they don't need any more explaining you know what i mean um and is that kind of point of of and and then you too can relax and say oh yeah wait yeah they are going to make a mess yes 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 it is going to yes whatever they create is going to be a, a chaotic thing and it is out of my control and it's exactly as it should be it's just just the feeling i was getting from I'm hearing you describe it. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I can see a bit better now how how you mentioned earlier that anxiety and nervousness are protective parts and they've been stepping in. Mm -hmm. They've been stepping in a lot and now I feel bad that I've been I feel bad that they've kind of been working overtime yeah, let them know that. Let them let them know you think that they might be working a little too hard, and that and 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 your goal isn't to beat them back; it's to give them a break. And that you would love to see some more chaos in your life, and that it's for the for the good of the system. And and again, just. You know, ask these parts what you can do for them in the future, what they need from you. Um, and cause, cause look, I struggle with the same thing. It's like, yeah, I want to have more fun. I want to do, I want to go get lost in this and that. And it's, and, but on the other hand, well, I have to plan that, you know? So it's kind of like, 
it can be tough to, to figure out how to do that and how to do it in the right way and structure it, but not structure it too much. So just ask those parts what it would look like for you, for them to have a balance there where, where chaos gets its time to be chaotic and, and the more structured parts um, can have their time too. And how's nervousness doing? So nervousness has the manifestation of nervousness is not humanoid either. It's kind of like a uh, uh, like a snake that's also translucent, but it's kind of wrapped around like my shoulders mm. and. Uh, Nervousness has calmed back down. I, I talked with the three of them. That okay, let's. I think we need to be a team, and we need to balance things back out so that anxiety and nervousness are doing less work, and chaos can stretch a bit more, and just find that balance. We're all working together, and so nervousness calmed down a bit. Anxiety is pretty quiet right now but it's not earlier there's the visual of of uh anxiety was had nervous hands shaking hands mm -hmm. the hands aren't shaking now um and the cloud that is chaos is there it's still hanging overhead but it is there is no that pain that I was feeling at the very beginning with chaos yeah. is not there. It still feels attached, but it is not feeling painful. It, it, it doesn't feel so much like you don't want it around. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Great. I don't have any more questions for the parts. I would say to give them a lot of love and give them thanks for being willing to do this. It, there were a lot of parts, a lot of moving parts and a lot of coming in and coming out. And, um, you know, it went well, the way that, the way that you're able to work with them. So just thank them for, for being willing to communicate and listen and work with you in the way that they do and did. And again, kind of in that line of what do they need from you in the future, you might want to um, establish a way of checking in, especially with the chaotic part. You know, when does that check-in happen? What does it look like? What does it, how does it manifest so that it's not sitting on a back burner, you know, an afterthought? Uh, sorry, one sec. 
of giving them appreciation. Uh, kind of had a, not a group hug per se, because anxiety is the only one in a humanoid form, but kind of like a figurative group hug. Yeah. Um, just checked in with chaos, like if I'm in a chaos and anxiety specifically, it's like if chaos is feeling restricted, because anxiety is moving in, maybe it's just recognizing more that anxiety is working and it's working too hard. And it would, that's a signal that I need to check back in with anxiety and chaos and try to relax and bring chaos back onto the team in a good way. Um, yeah. It's the emphasis on making anxiety right. do so much work. Yeah. If it's, if it gets ignored, then it's going to build up and it's going to get more and more angry or, or feel resentful. And then it has to, has to really push back on anxiety and, and the anxiety has to get bigger and that's, that's when they're not working together. Right. I've given them thanks. And as if I asked if, if there's anything else they want me to know, but they're all, they're all like, no, there's nothing else. Great. Well, sounds like you've done great work and you've helped them all feel better. Got to know them all a little better. Yeah. It was, it was, it's, it's nice to recognize that they're all separate parts, but the, they're all part of the same. I know I keep coming back to team, but I'm a sports guy. Uh, they're all part of the same team and they just need to work better together. And I can help facilitate that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What else should I be thinking about? Um, well, yeah, because I, because I know you and because I, you know, we both have ADHD, I'm, I'm just going back to that, um, really getting, really getting clear on what your check-ins look like and where that is on your calendar and all of that. So, and I mean, I say that to everybody, um, regardless of the ADHD thing, but, um, I do know how hard it, it can be when, when you don't have a routine for the checking in with the parts. So that's my only kind of advice on, on where to go next with it, but makes sense. Yeah. Um, I added onto my move, my move project list is on my, is on the table on mm -hmm. my desk. And I did add onto there, uh, 
quote unquote chaos list. <laughs> Great, beautiful. So, yeah. So that will I think that'll help me do it like a follow up check in with chaos on how to better explore making the move more enjoyable, hopefully. Yeah. By either checking out new things or just a reminder that gotta let chaos do its job too. It has a job and I haven't been letting it do its job. Yeah. Yeah. And when, and, and when you're in that space of anxiety, it feels like it's taking over or anxiety wants to take over to just, you can kind of reframe that and say, well, this isn't, this isn't, I'm out of control and I need to be anxious. This is, this is, uh, I'm doing the right thing by, by attending to, to my need for, for chaos and my need to express that and let it express itself. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Great. Well, um, thank you for sharing everything today. Ah, uh, thank you. It's this has been really right. The other times have been too, but this has been really nice. Good. Find some good clarity. Good, good. Well, yeah. Send me any questions you have, and we'll get working on that uh, on that Discord server. It'll be good. Oh, sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. It's nice talking with you. Good talking with you too. I hope you have a pleasant evening. You too. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube, and they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.